The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Green Scene on The Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low carbon future. We pledge to do more. In the green scene today, why lots of hair will help you swim faster, but only if you're a shrimp. But first, as COP28 begins in Dubai tomorrow, is limiting temperature rise to 1.5 degrees Celsius still attainable? We're joined by Dr. Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Ruth, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, we've heard the prophets of doom saying it's already too late to limit it to 1.5 degrees. What do you say? Well, as you say, you know, with COP28 kicking off tomorrow and the year that we've had with all sorts of sort of record shattering temperatures and even actually exceeding two degrees for a period of time this year, I think there has been a lot of concern going into this meeting. And of course, also concern, I think, around COP taking place in the UAE and, you know, the president designate um, being also the, the CEO of the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company and BBC revealing yesterday that, that there's also sort of deals to develop fossil fuels being done mm. on the side. So, so there is a fair bit of gloom. But, but, but to look at, you know, where we might see a glimmer of hope, there's new research that just came out last week from the Institute for New Economic Thinking in the University of Oxford. And what they've tried to do is sort of peel back all the layers and try to focus on policy interventions, which they feel could help keep us um, uh, below 1.5 degrees of warming. And what they've done is they've devised a new framework to identify something that they call a sensitive intervention point or an SIP. And what these are, are their policy interventions that have characteristics that can rapidly decarbonize our global economy. So what they've tried to look at, they've looked at things that could be a tipping point in changing how we do things. So, so for example, with renewable energy becoming much, much cheaper than coal. And, and we see that happening now. A lot of renewable sources could be up to 10 times cheaper than fossil fuels. And I'll tell you what, to give you time, we'll, we'll hold the shrimps until next week. <laughs> so you have time to uh, okay. talk to me about uh, the, the tipping points. Uh, the solar, for example, solar panels, are they much cheaper in terms of what they generate than digging coal out of the ground or oil or gas? Well, what they're saying is once we hit those kind of tipping points, this is where we will see radical change. Um, so we've seen it, for example, in, in some of the Nordic countries, the specific policy interventions, and they use this framework as well, that there's a certain price at which people will transfer to electric vehicles. Now, now of course, there's challenges around electric vehicles. Of course, none of these things are simple. But what they've tried to identify is what are the tipping points in terms of things like cost, which will cause radical change. So not just very slow change. The same thing is, what, could there be new technologies developed? You know, they've talked about things like, like fission, but what, what, trying to identify things that are actually practical and possible and also trying to identify how you create the opportunities for these change. So it, it sounds quite complicated, but maybe to peel it back to what they've actually come up with, because they've come up with three recommended areas that they feel will make the difference for us on this planet. So they have come down to that continued investment in clean energy so that we do reach these tipping points where they feel this needs to be about 10 times cheaper than fossil fuels for for us to radically decarbonise our energy system. 10 times cheaper. 
In other words, you know, coal and when cheaper. when there's loads of coal and the demand goes down, coal will get cheaper and cheaper. And that's uh, the problem. But it eventually will get to the base cost of getting it out of the ground. It will, but the other side of it is is parallel intervention. So when you come to the second recommendation that they have made, they have talked about we need broad central bank policies to reduce the value of polluting assets. So this is where you know, essentially we look at things like carbon taxes. So so at the moment, when we look at all sorts of things in our economy, they don't fully reflect the environmental and carbon mm. cost of what they are actually going to cost us in the long term. And when you start to factor in, and we've talked about it before, the cost of climate change, what they are saying is governments and central banks need to start factoring in the real cost of polluting assets. And of course, when you do that in combination with bringing down the cost, of non-polluting assets, you sort of have a double effect where you're making things that are polluting, you're building the real cost into them. And the third thing that they recommend is that we have to bring in stronger climate-related financial risk disclosure. And again, that sounds complicated, but what it means is that for a company, if you're publishing your annual reports, I mean, many companies will talk about the risks that they face and possibly strategies they're going going to put in place to mitigate those. But what they're saying is at the moment, We're not doing that robustly enough when it comes to climate. So we need to have businesses factoring in real risks like extreme weather events such as floods or hurricanes, which could disrupt our supply chains or damage our infrastructure. And what they're saying is if those were properly counted in to to companies' risk management approaches, we would actually see a, a, a more realistic picture of what climate change is costing us and how we're going to change things so we can adapt to it. So so these are complex ideas, but actually I think they're ideas that could have huge impact and they're ideas that could be impacted on a global level. Um, So in the midst of the doom, I think it's good to hear that that we have people who, who feel that there's policy interventions that can make a difference. Dr. Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation. Green Scene on the Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low-carbon future. We pledge to do more. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.